The transfer portal is open, and it's time for us to take a look at the positions that the Sun Devils should look to address on this edition of the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. You are Locked On Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. Thanks, as always, for making us your first listen of the day, tuning in wherever you get your podcasts. And, of course, a shout-out to my everydayers who are here every day. Wherever you're getting your podcasts, hit like, subscribe, and turn on those notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. You can stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter. You can find me at RichieBrads36 and the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Ladies and gentlemen, the transfer portal is open and it's time to take a look at the positions the Sun Devils need to address. Now, last year, Arizona State was hyper-aggressive when it came to adding players through the transfer portal. They brought in, oh man, over 20 different guys. I want to say it was closer to 30 players through the transfer portal. Some of those guys made big impacts for the team. You saw, an example, Xavier Guillory, Troy O'Mary, Melcon Stovall at the wide receiver position. Obviously, Cam Scanaboo, DeCarlos Brooks, uh, Clayton Smith was another big one. Prince Dorbaugh was a big one. You had so many different guys. D. Forch, Mari Simmons, uh, Dario Longhetto. There was seemingly a countless amount of transfers that came in and had a major impact for the team. And it also led to a lot of the incoming freshmen taking their redshirt years so that they would maintain four years of eligibility beyond their redshirt year. Not a bad thing at all, especially when you got the production that you did. And I I understand it only turned into three wins, but that wasn't the point. Trey Brown was another huge one. And so was Deshaun Mallory. Those kind of guys were helping to set the culture of this team. And that was probably the main goal of having those transfers come in. In year two, you're definitely still looking for that, but I think now you're going to be looking for guys to be able to start building this team around. Last year, you brought in a lot of veteran guys that aren't here anymore. Brown, Mallory, Longhetto. I did not realize that Shamari Simmons had another year of eligibility, but he's back. Same with Stovall. You you brought in guys along the offensive line as well that are hopefully going to be able to help establish that culture Now you're looking for guys to continue building that culture, but also help you to start winning some football games. I think in year two, you're going to see the Sun Devils want to get back to bowl eligibility or at least really, really close to it. You want to build off of a quality three-win season. Weird weird to call it quality. So these are the positions that I believe you need to attack. I've got six laid out. We're going to take a look at two, then two, then two, as you might have guessed. We'll go ahead and start with the offensive side of the football first, and that's going to be along the offensive line. It's no secret that this was not a great unit last year, and 
you are going to be losing some pieces. Aaron Frost is gone. Not that he was on the field too much. Ben Bray is retired from football. Isaiah Glass left midseason. Thankfully, you'll be returning some guys like Sean Na'a is coming back. Max Ionaker is coming back. Bram Walden is coming back. Lee Fontanu is coming back. And that's great. The problem is you need that depth. Really good news is Ben Coleman will be back. He missed all of this past season with an injury. As long as it checks out medically that he's good to go, that's going to be potentially a starter for you. But you're still looking for depth. Because last year with the injuries that mounted up for you, one of the biggest issues that you ran into was you just didn't have guys. I mean, Kenny Dillingham said himself in the Washington game that it got to a point where they didn't feel comfortable kicking field goals because they didn't have enough big guys up front to be able to hold the line and not have field goals blocked. That can't happen this year. You need to be able to have that depth. You need to be able to have those guys to build the offensive line around and to create a pocket and help Jaden Rashada become more comfortable because Rashada played three games last year. He's a redshirt freshman. He's going to need a strong front in front of him in order to progress as a quarterback. We saw some highs. We saw some lows from him, but you need to be able to see more of the highs than the lows. And a huge part of that is up front. And he's got the weapons at his disposal. He's got a ton of receivers. He's got a ton of running backs. They have everything there. They just need to be able to provide him with an offensive line. And speaking of offensive line, we're going to kick it out just a little bit to the tight end position. And we'll start with this. I really like the top two guys that are coming in with Jaden Fortier, the four-star freshman out of Oregon, and Bryce Pierre, who is returning for his graduate year. I really like those two. And I think that between those two, you have a very solid starting two. Beyond them, you're going to start facing some question marks because you're losing Jalen Conyers. You're losing Messiah Swinson. It's it's not going to be the core that you were used to. In fact, as of right now, you've only got three guys that are on the roster. Bryce Pierre, Colson Arends, and Connor Lopez. That's the only three guys plus Jaden Fortier is coming in. There's not a lot of starting experience here. There's not a lot of playing experience here. I mean, Bryce Pierre will be your veteran guy. We haven't seen Arends. We haven't seen Lopez. We haven't seen uh, Fortier. We need to see those guys on the field, and it's it's going to be difficult without having some veterans. And I think that the Sun Devils have definitely highlighted that, and they're going after a handful of guys right now. They're bringing guys in for visits and everything. So I think that the Sun Devils and Kenny Dillingham very much understand that they need to provide some depth along the tight end position and along the offensive line. Winning those trenches is going to be able to help the Sun Devils win the games. Like It's not just about having your tight ends be able to catch. You need the bodies as well for blocking, for field goals, for special teams in general. So the tight end position, I feel, is another really important spot for the Sun Devils to address. It does appear that the team would agree, and I think that they're going to be very aggressive bringing in one or two guys. I would I would not be surprised to see multiple players come in through the transfer portal for the Sun Devils at the tight end position. Uh, there's a lot of different places that they could go, 
but tight end feels top of my list for me. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use. There's a wide variety of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Guys, I I brought this up before, and I'm going to continue to bring it up. If you're looking for the best place to have all of your sports news 24-7 around the clock, then you need to check out Locked On Sports Today on YouTube. It's the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. It's It's got the top stories, our local experts, and the Locked On national shows that cover every league, football, basketball, baseball, hockey. We got it all, so go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever 24-7 streaming channel. Hopping back into our conversation now and taking a look at the, we're going to flip to the defensive side of the ball this time. And we're going to go ahead and start with the linebacker position. And I really did think about placing the defensive line here. And I will go ahead and echo that the interior definitely needs some pieces. There's not a ton of depth right now. Yes, you've got uh, Anthony Cooper returning for his graduate year. You're going to have Blazin. Um, oh, my goodness. Uh, Lana Wong is coming back as well uh, for his uh, retro sophomore year. Obviously, CJ Fight, I'm a big fan. But there's not a ton of big guys on the interior right now, at least not guys with a lot of experience like Tristan Monday and Sam Benjamin. You got some playing time from them. Uh, Kyron Borda is there. You need a proven veteran is my thing. So that's where I would like to see that get addressed. But the linebacker position is absolutely a spot where they need to be able to find some guys. And we can go ahead and start with the fact that there's really not a lot of starting experience that's returning. You've got Tate Romney, who played a lot of football for the team last year. Caleb McCullough is back, and Caleb saw quite a bit of rotation time last year, but you're trying to replace Trey Brown. You're you're still looking to replace the Kyle Solis and Merlin Robertsons that you didn't even have last year there has been a hole at the linebacker position and you absolutely need some depth there right now. You got a lot of young guys. Miles Amy is a red shirt sophomore, KV and Thunderbird, Anthony Ruiz, uh, Isaiah uh, Stopke, all red shirt freshmen. Crew Jackson, who I really liked, did not get on the field this year as a red shirt junior. So there's not very much veteran presence here. This is another one I would put near the top with the, tight end position as like an absolute must to address via the transfer portal. And I really do like Tate Romney. I think Romney is one of my favorite returning players on the defensive side of the football. Uh, I thought he had a very good season. I, I did not expect him to get nearly as much playing time as he did, but he was basically a full-time starter for the team. It was top five in tackles. He had a couple of turnovers. He was a stud. And I would like to see him continue to get that playing time. But McCullough has never been a full-time starter. And 
it kind of leads to a question as to whether or not he could handle that role. Could he? Of course he could, but we just don't know that yet. Then you got all the youngsters, Amy, Jackson, Thunderbird, Wheat, Ruiz, excuse me, or Reese, uh, Stabke. There's there's a lot of uncertainty here. This is where you need to go through the transfer portal to find another veteran. You find a guy like a Trey Brown, that's going to do just a whole world's worth of difference for this team. And who knows, maybe the freshmen step up like KV and Thunderbird. I like Thunderbird, but is he ready? I don't really know. And he very well could be. And if he is, that's great. But the bottom line is I still think that you need that veteran presence there. Then you look at the secondary and look, there's, there's a lot of, a lot of depth there right now. The problem is I don't know how many of those guys are like full-time starters because you lose row Torrance, you lose D Ford. Those two losses alone are just absolutely brutal. Chris Edmonds is gone. That's three starters that you're looking to replace. Jordan Clark is another one that he transferred. So of your starting five from last year, you only have Shamari Simmons back. The good news is you will have Xavier Alford returning after he was not eligible to play this past season due to just the stupidest NCAA uh, transfer BS stuff. Like, come on, Tez Walker is able to play at North Carolina, but Alford and Jake Smith can't. Is it because UNC is a bigger brand? I don't know, but that that pissed me off if we're just going to call it as it is. Bottom line, yes, you got uh, Xavier Alford coming back. That's huge. He's still a year removed from football. Mason Williams is back. Ed Woods is back. Those are guys that are going to be really important. In fact, I think Mason Williams might be your number one corner right now. Or not Mason, excuse me. Ed Woods might be your number one corner right now. That's, it, it's not a bad thing at all. I really like Ed Woods. It's just, is he ready for the top spot? We'll find out. But there, there's so much lack of proven depth here. There's a lot of young kids. Lennox Lawson, Josiah Cox. We didn't get to see Montana Warren last year. Everyone knows I'm really high on him, but what's he going to do? Keith Abney, uh, when he did get on the field, I liked him. We'll wait and see if that continues to be the case. Roman Rashada didn't get very much time last year. He's going to likely be in a much higher role this year. There's, There's a lot of uncertainty in the secondary right now. The good news is I feel pretty confident about your safeties with Alford and with Simmons back and the potential of Montana Warren. I like those guys. Corner makes me a little nervous because is Mason Williams going to get time or is he going to be more of a safety? What are you doing across from Ed Woods is basically my big question. Because Ed Woods, I feel confident. I'm just wondering, is he good enough to be a number one? And even if he's not, like, what are you doing to have a number one? That's my biggest question right now is trying to figure out what you're going to do with the cornerback position because there's definitely some talent and some opportunity with these guys to be really good, but you just don't know what you're getting right now. That's that's where I'm at. I need to know what I'm getting out of these guys because if I don't have any kind of concrete confidence that these guys are going to be able to come out and be full-time starters and anything like that, I am a little bit nervous. So 
that's the bottom line. I just want depth. I want guys to be able to provide continuity and I want veteran leadership. I also want you guys to check out our friends over at Price Fix. With basketball season here, you can do combo projections across football and basketball in the special leagues, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports. An example, LeBron James and Travis Kelsey at a 10.5 combo for three points made and receptions. And here's a really fun part about price picks. If you want to play with some big name players like rapper Meek Mill or comedian Andrew Schultz, you can. You can find them in the community plays under the promos tab of the app and view entries from some of the biggest names in the price picks community every week. Price picks also offers a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. For football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted. Price Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. There's quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types. It's what makes Price Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to pricepicks.com slash college and use promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, go to prizepicks.com slash college and use the promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE to match your first deposit up to $100. Prizepicks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Once again, I want to bring up to you guys the Locked On Sports Today 24-7 streaming channel that we have available to you on YouTube. We cover the top stories of the day with our local experts and our national shows that cover every single league, the big four, football, basketball, baseball, hockey. We got it all. So go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Let's turn our attention to two more positions and one more group rather than a position that I would like to see the Sun Devils address in the transfer portal. We'll start with the group and that's special teams. It is no secret that the Sun Devils really struggled on special teams last year. They, they did not get enough done when it came to the whole unit, man. Like Dario Longhetto was super up and down for the team as a field goal kicker, like even getting good protection. He didn't, do enough for you, I think. And that you need that kind of stability from your kickers. And I understand you're not going to have a ton of Zane Gonzalez's and all, all that kind of jazz, but you still need to be able to have somebody that you can reliably count on to, to kick those points for you. Right now you've got Carson or Karsten, Kiefer as your lone kicker on the roster. He's a redshirt freshman. Don't know much about him outside of he's from uh, Tempe, Arizona. He's from Corona del Sol high school. That's about it. You need to bring in competition for him. That's a bottom line punter. You've got race Mal, uh, Malum, who is a redshirt senior need to bring in some competition for him. The good news is they do have, that five-star punter, uh, Canyon Floyd, is coming from Horizon High School out in Scottsdale. I think you'll be okay at punter. The 
problem on Ian Hershey's back too, excuse me. The problem is you don't know what you're getting and you really, really struggled last year when it came to your special teams unit. You weren't consistently putting points on the board and you were completely unable to flip field position. We're talking guys that were averaging under 40 yards a punt with Josh Carlson. Ian, even Hershey was really up and down when he was on the field. Like your best punter was Cameron Scadaboo. That can't happen. It's great for him to come out for pooch punts. It's it's a whole other thing for him to be your best punter when it comes to averages and the consistency factor down inside the 20s, whatever. You need more out of your punters. I also would like to see some depth be brought into the uh, return, the ter- return game, excuse me. Jordan Tyson hopefully is going to be 100% healthy. Big time difference maker. It, it You guys knew over the summer I was hyping this kid up. My whole idea was if he's healthy and he wasn't healthy, which is why if you look back, it looks pretty dumb, the projections I gave him, but I still feel confident he's that kind of player. At a minimum, I think he's going to be a superstar as a returner, but you still need that depth. Elijah Badger was your best guy last year. Quite frankly, I don't know if I want him to stay out there because that's your number one receiver. I would rather have some other guys. Milkon Stovall was okay. No, nothing like game-changing. Uh, Javen Jacobs is gone. He didn't get very many opportunities last year anyways, but there is, there is a huge need for depth at the return man position. Jordan Tyson, if he's 100%, I think he's a superstar, but there's your problem. If he's a hundred percent last position, I want to address going back to the offense. It's quarterback. As you guys probably could have guessed. Here's the thing with the quarterback position. You have Jaden Rashada. Great, 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 great news. Trenton Borea is coming back. Great, great, great news. What are you doing beyond that? Hunter Herrera, redshirt freshman. Jacob Conover, he's going to transfer. I feel so positive about that. It's not official. He has not entered his name. I would be willing to bet Conover enters the transfer portal. I just don't know what is here for him. What else are you doing? Maybe you find a a recruit, sure, but... You still need veteran guys because we saw this past season when guys go down and it happened at every position and it was even more detrimental at the quarterback spot. It's going to, it's going to totally derail everything. That's where you need to be able to have that depth more important than anywhere else. And the Sun Devils, sure. They had four guys trot out there, but none of the four looked exceptionally great. They all had their warts. They all were very up and down. Some of them were flat out terrible. We need a guy who's going to be able to go back there, be the signal caller and someone that you can rely on and consistently rely on. Should Jaden Rashada not take a step forward? Should something unforeseen happen to the position? And and that can be a variety of things. There's all sorts of stuff that could go wrong for the Sun Devils. That's where you need to be able to have the consistency as the quarterback position. You need a signal caller who's going to push the guys ahead of him. 
There's a lot of options out there right now. There's Will Rogers. There's Tyler Van Dyke. There's you're not going to go after a big guy like Dante Moore, even though I would love it. I'd love if you got Dante. Uh, you're not going to go after Cam Ward. You're going to be looking for a guy who can kind of provide that depth and push the guys ahead of him. But bottom line is you need that guy because if 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 Jaden Rashada is your week one starter and through the first month of the season, he's got two touchdowns against five turnovers, you probably need to be looking to make a move. And you will probably look to Borgay second, but what happens if Borgay plays bad too? Those two play bad, you've got nothing behind them. You need somebody there, and God forbid someone gets injured, you need somebody there. Quarterback is also high on my list, but the bottom line for me, it's tight end and linebacker are the top of my list for the positions that I think the Sun Devils need to address. Obviously, I listed all those other positions, but what positions do you want to see the Sun Devils address through the transfer portal, not through recruiting? Let me know in the comments, or you can hit me up on Twitter. You can find me at RichieBrads36 and podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. Wherever you're getting those, though, hit like, subscribe, turn on notifications. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. I will see you guys tomorrow afternoon. Till then, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun.